Hi, I'm Erin Hartz. Welcome to Grace Plus Boundaries, a weekly memoir in a podcast. I've realized through the past decade of my recovery that I learn the most about emotional maturity through listening to the triumphant stories of others. Are you yearning to unpack the effects of intergenerational trauma in your life? Do you want to stay true to your feelings, yet also learn how to accommodate the sensibilities of your loved ones? I'm dedicated to cracking the code of combining boundary setting with grace towards one another. Educate, evaluate, and evolve. Let's do this together. Are you ready for another installment of Dating Death Traps? All right, well, we are on number four now, and tonight I'm calling this one Dating Down and Redating. More than any of the others so far, this one tonight is one I am still working on. This is a public service announcement for myself tonight because I really have a tendency to care about people's feelings to such extent that I will want to keep dating them even if I don't feel comfortable around them or if I don't like them in that way. And it's really hard to stop doing that and to notice when I'm doing it. So that's one thing I'm going to talk about tonight is dating down. And then that second part of it is redating people. Like once I've broken up with them one time, I will start doubting myself and miss them. And then I sometimes will start dating them again. This has happened to me a lot in the past. And in the past six years, I did this one time. And I'm still tempted to go out with that guy again. It's like it hasn't stopped, but I just keep reminding myself that it's not going to work out. It's tempting though, isn't it, to go back to our exes, especially when we really liked the person they were. But there's so many other things than just liking someone to make it work dating. Okay, so I was going to start with just thinking about how did this whole thing come about where I started dating down? And what I mean by that is that I sometimes will go out with someone because I want to give them a chance and not make up my mind too quickly. I'll go out with them and when I probably shouldn't, you know, it's hard for me, maybe as a codependent, maybe as someone that's a survivor of sexual abuse, um, whatever it is, I think because not having good boundaries, It's hard for me to know if I'm really attracted to someone or not, or are they just nice? And sometimes it's hard for me to figure that out. So I think that's kind of what started it all when, even when I was a kid, I can look back in elementary school. I mean, I wasn't dating people then, but I can like look back in elementary school and I've always been just a kind-hearted person and... Back then, I certainly was, and, you know, all the boys liked me in school because I was really sweet and nice, and I think it was pretty genuine. As I got older, I think it stopped being quite as genuine. There's that genuine part to me, but I think that my people-pleasing kind of started being a problem as I grew older, too, so it would seem like I was nice when I was uncomfortable, when I started using that as, like, a facade. I can look back and think of around the time I was 18 or 19, right when I moved out to go to college, I was in a real awkward phase in my life. I probably looked the worst I've ever looked. I had 
incredible amounts of acne on my face. Um, I think I was more overweight than I had ever been in my life. I just I was going through a rough time. And I, I think, I don't know if it was just like living away from home and not knowing who I was. Partly, I think I can look back to my last year in high school. I dated, um, my ex-husband and I went to high school together. And back then I dated him our senior year and we had been friends since our freshman year. And the first time we dated, it was pretty sweet and good. And then I think as his traits kind of started coming out to who he became, we dated that senior year of high school, and it was a very, very dysfunctional relationship that only made me feel bad about myself. I think that really did a number on me, so therefore at the end of my senior year, I got through it and all and graduated with honors luckily, but I was really in a deep, dark place because I wanted that love from that person that was not giving it to me, and it was even verbally abusive, was even hurtful. And I hadn't found any way to recover from that yet. And yet, and I didn't know it was happening. I just knew that I felt very inadequate at times. And I even had had my first panic attack at the end of senior year about kind of some feelings of inadequacy with some other stuff going on. Yet I had no help for that. I didn't know what it was. So anyway, all this leading up to that summer after senior year, I just kind of started hanging out with some people that were, they weren't the nicest people. And I just didn't feel like I had a lot of friends. A lot of my other friends were going away to college and me too. And I don't know, some things just broke apart. And therefore, I went to college and I didn't really feel like I had that big of a support system, maybe. Who knows? Whatever it was, I was in a deep, dark place and I was feeling pretty lonely and looking really bad. And so people at college were who were my age were not attracted to me. Like I was definitely not what I had thought I was in high school or before that, where I didn't ever have trouble having boyfriends or having people be interested in me, that kind of thing. But in college, I it went from like feeling like I was decent until feeling like I'm just a piranha, like nobody is interested in me, like what happened? And I think my energy was just like totally sucked out. Like it just, I had no way to shine. So at that time, I can remember starting to date down. I remember a few times men would ask me out that were not college students in the town that I lived in. And a few times I went out on dates with them and I was not interested in them. Um, I think I just said yes because they asked me out and it was, you know, I didn't really spend any time or energy on them, but it was even a waste of time for me to even do that. Like, I don't even think they liked me that much. They were probably just trying to get something. Luckily, I was smart enough not to take it further than just going out on a date Um, But that was a little dangerous, too, and I'm glad that that didn't end up in a bad way. Um, But I can even see later on, um, I just, you know, it took me a long time to find my way. And when I was in college and I moved a little bit here and there, I was living in Oregon for a while. Then I came back to California and a lot of my friends were not here anymore. And it was kind of a rough time. So I can remember going out with, I worked at a movie theater for a while and a lot of Marines would come to the movie theater and they would ask me out. And even if some of them were decent looking, I know now that I'm just, I'm a pacifist for one thing. I don't want to date someone that's in the military 
that's one part of it. Another part of it is that I've been learning now about myself too that I really want somebody to be as ambitious as me and probably college educated most likely or someone that has a lot of abundance in their earning potential at least at least as much as me you know I think that's really important and I feel bad about that like I shouldn't want that for myself but the truth is I've even recently tried to date someone who I I think because he came from another country and stuff he was not college educated and that doesn't even mean he wasn't smart. He certainly was. But the type of job he had in sales was just not something I could really relate to. And I think that that's a big piece for me because my job is so important to me and my ambition is so important to me. And hopefully one day as a writer, I will have my own business of some sort. Um, and, you know, I see that in my forward vision. So I want somebody to mirror that. But this has been a long time coming for me to realize that I should have standards of what I want and it's okay to have standards of what I want. I shouldn't have to date everyone and I'm learning how to figure out if I'm dating down. So a couple years ago I had this problem again and I dated this guy who I really like. He was a good person. Um, we had a lot in common. We enjoyed hanging out. But you know, this was a thing where his job just, he was feeling kind of stuck in it, and it definitely paid, paid a lot less than my job. It just felt to me that I was dating down a little bit. I started seeing the signs, and I'm like, you know, I think I could do better than this. And that sounds crappy, and I don't like even saying it, but that's the truth, you know, and I have to just accept that fact that just because I'm a nice person and I accept other people who, for who they are, it doesn't mean that that's the person I want to marry. And it's hard for me to come to terms with that, I guess, as a codependent or whatever. So that brings me that relationship that I was just talking about, about the guy that I really like. And I, he's the only one I've dated in the last seven years that I'm still friends with because he and I really do get along. I like him. He's a good person. We had a fun time, um, but I went out with him for a while, and then I broke up with him because I decided, yeah, it's just not feeling quite right. I'm feeling uncomfortable. and But then a couple weeks later, I missed him and was like, what's wrong? Why did I break up with him? He's such a nice person, blah, 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 yada, yada. And so we ended up trying to date again. And then, you know, of course, a couple weeks passed and it was fun for a while, but then I started getting the same exact feelings as I had the first time. And I was like kicking myself because I'm like, great, now I'm going to do this to him again, you know. And even since then, I haven't tried to keep friendship with him necessarily, but this has been a few years now and it just... Through the pandemic and stuff, that's right when it was that I met him, um, we just connected, you know, and there's another reason like I kind of run into him and sometimes, and so we connected over Facebook, and we just keep in touch, and recently, so many times, the thought has been going through my head, like, I should just date him again, or, or maybe I don't have to date him, maybe we can have some kind of, like, friends with benefits type thing because he lives so close to me and blah blah and it's just 
I have to stop myself from those stupid fantasies. They're literally just fantasies because I probably wouldn't even enjoy that arrangement. I don't think I even could do something like that. I'd get too involved. And then what's going to happen is I'm going to just hurt his feelings again and then hurt myself too by wasting my time dating someone that is not who I'm looking for in a partner and who knows what all their consequences could come from dating down. So I'm really trying to check my feelings a little bit better, know if I'm attracted to someone or not way before I meet them for a date. Um, still working on that one. So if you have any tips for that, let me know. And then the whole redating thing. So I kind of mentioned it with this guy that I dated a few years ago, and I thought I'm tempted to redate him again. But I have to also mention that in the past, anytime I have redated someone, it has not worked out. That it always comes back to what was that first reason, what was that first intuition that I didn't want to date him the first time, and I broke up with him, it seems to always come back to that same point. And I can even say that's true with my ex-husband. He and I were off and on so very many times. In high school a few times, then our senior year of college we were together for a couple years. And at that point, I had to break up with him because he just started all of a sudden kind of being a jerk and not wanting to do anything outside the house and just totally being a buzzkill, you know and never enjoying life the way I want to enjoy it with someone. So I broke up with him then. And then a few years later, you know, it seemed like he had changed and maybe I had changed and he was really interested in a relationship with me. And I ended up dating him again. And that time around, it really felt like he had changed and he sounded so great for a couple years. Then we got married and, you know, it kind of ended up in a little bit of the same place where... Like that time at the end of college when I dated him and he became really difficult and not fun and trying to steal away my joy all the time in a huge way that ended up happening again. So it's like I wish I would have kind of trusted my second intuition and my third intuition and stayed away from this person. But it's hard sometimes, and especially with that one. He really did seem like he changed. But here's the question. It's like, maybe you can redate someone, but both people have to have had a major, major shift in their life, such as both people going to therapy or both people having a major event that they've come through and gotten a lot of work on, done a lot of work on themselves. Maybe in that case, two people could come together again. I mean, you know, you can do anything you want. I'm not telling anybody else what to do, but I am telling myself that these are the things I know now that redating someone is not going to work out for me. And if I'm wanting a partner that really connects with me, then I've got to say no to these crumbs or these things that are not as good. It's like someone, one of my friends used to say, I'll take this or something better, God. I'll take this or something better. I wasn't taking this. So I'm holding out for that something better because I know it has to be better than this. Else I'm not going to want to be in a relationship if it's not good enough. The only thing that's going to want to keep me in it is if I meet someone really, really special. And I know that can happen because people do it all the time, right? All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that tonight and let me know what you think.
Bye bye. You deserve a big high five and a smile in the mirror for showing up for yourself today. Thank you for your dedication to introspection and self-awareness because our personal evolution is what will make this world a better place. If you enjoyed the episode, please give me a five-star review and share it with a friend. And let me know if you want to be a guest to share how you are navigating intergenerational trauma in your life. You're welcome to join my free monthly goal-setting workshop on the first Wednesday of every month. Just DM me at iHeartsErin.